Church of the Warm Heart, good evening. A crown of thorns, iron nails, a sponge, a hyssop sponge filled with, with vinegar, a spear, dice used to gamble away clothing, a wooden cross. These are the symbols of Good Friday. Many years ago, I worked uh, at another church, and every, every so often, an assisted living center would call and say, do you have a pastor who can come in and do a special service for us? And I'd, I'd volunteer, and I always got Ash Wednesday and Good Friday. And after about the third year, someone came up to me and said, you were one of the most depressing pastors. <laughs> said, you should try me on another Sunday or give me another holiday. But this is a day that we, that we celebrate. And I, and I use that word intentionally for we can't have a good Friday. Can't, you can't have a good Sunday without a good Friday. You can't know the joy of life without walking through some of the pain of life. And tonight's service reflects that we give thanks for the choir for all of their hard work this evening, for the cantata that they will bring for our special guests. We give you thanks for the people upstairs who make this happen, the nursery downstairs. All of you joining us online and all of you here in our sanctuary, welcome to our Good Friday service today. The choir doesn't get to sing uh, the entire time. We get to sing a little bit too. As willing and able, let us stand as we sing together that old gospel tune, Were You There?
Please see that. He was already 30 years old when he set out in his ministry. The name Jesus was a common one at the time. People in his remote hometown didn't see him as a great preacher or anything else very special. In fact, they ran him out of town the first time he returned home. To some, he was seen as a prophet, to others a miracle worker and healer. To the religious establishment of the day, he was a challenge to their authority. Then, as his popularity grew, there was talk of him being the promised Messiah, even the Son of God. He traveled the countryside with 12 main disciples, though others followed close behind. He would preach his truths to one person face to face or to 5,000 on a hillside. Woven into his teachings, there came more and more talk about his own death. First in shrouded terms, then ever more clearly. For centuries, a prophet who was anybody was bound to end up in the holy city, Jerusalem. The road to Jerusalem drew Jesus just like a magnet. I will drive out demons and heal people today and tomorrow, and on the third day, I will reach my goal. In any case, I must keep going today and tomorrow and the next day, for surely no prophet can die outside Jerusalem. Jesus of Nazareth.
he had walked the countryside for three years, preaching and teaching and performing miracles. Eyewitnesses reported him giving sight to the blind and cleansing people who suffered from leprosy, the dreaded disease of the skin. The closer Jesus of Nazareth came to Jerusalem, the more his fame and following grew. By the time he reached the city's gates, a huge throng followed as residents of the city went up to meet him. When he came near the place where the road goes down to the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, he replied, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. Luke, the physician.
it was Passover in the city, and thousands entered up to celebrate the holy day in the holiest of cities. Jesus directed two of his disciples to prepare for the Passover meal. Jesus told John and me to go meet a man carrying a jar of water and say to him, The teacher asks you, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He showed us a large room upstairs in his house. There, as the master had directed, we prepared the Passover meal. Simon Peter of Galilee.
After the Passover meal, Jesus took a few of his disciples with him to the Garden of Gethsemane. For Jesus, this was the crossroads of his life and ministry, both figuratively and literally. Gethsemane was located at the edge of Jerusalem. He could return to the city where the leaders plotted against his life or leave Jerusalem and return to the freedom and fame he had experienced in the countryside. The decision was a matter of life and death, and Jesus struggled intensely as he prayed. This cup for me, yet not my will, but yours be done.
to the cross would first, would lead first to the high priests and the Sanhedrin, the seat of religious power in Jerusalem. After hours of interrogation, full of verbal and physical abuse, they were determined to have him put to death. To do so, they would need to convince the seat of Roman law that Jesus was a threat to the government. They took him to Pontius Pilate, the Roman governor. Pilate hardly wanted to become entangled in a fray on Jewish doctrine. However, he agreed to listen to the charges against Jesus. I gave this man, this Jesus of Nazareth, every opportunity to demonstrate his innocence. Instead, he hardly spoke, neither preaching nor defending himself against the trumped-up charges. The man was clearly innocent, and I tried to just have him punished and released. This caused an uproar, and I was getting nowhere. So, to quiet the crowd, I washed my hands of the whole affair and handed him over to be crucified. What is one man's life for the price of peace and quiet? Pontius Pilate. Before Jesus was taken to be crucified, Pilate had him flogged. Then, to add a little theatrical flair for the crowd, the soldiers put a crown of thorns and a purple robe on him. Some were amused, some were aghast, but many were simply curious to witness the spectacle of this execution. Those closest to Jesus were devastated. I have never felt more sadness than at that moment at the cross. The sight of his tortured body, the blood, the wails of the women, and the shock and desperation on his mother's face will never leave my memory. The tears of his mother were almost more than I could bear. John, son of Zebedee. Followers of Jesus looked on in bewilderment. Some had left everything to follow this man from Nazareth. They had seen him perform miracles and thought he had come to Jerusalem to establish a new kingdom. Now they watched in disbelief as the one they called Lord was taken and nailed to a cross. Oh, oh, oh. 
Though men were known to suffer for days before dying on a cross, it took a mere six hours before Jesus started to falter. After saying goodbye to his mother, he let out a loud groan and died. Father, into your hands I commit my spirit.
Let us pray. O Christ, who forsake no one, but was forsaken by the closest of friends and who committed no crime yet was sentenced to a criminal's death, tonight, tonight with awe, adoration, and remembrance, we remember the story. On this day, centuries ago, you could have saved your life, but but you refused to betray the purpose for which you have been born. You have come into the world out of God's love. And when that love required you to shoulder a cross, you summoned the strength to bear it. Tonight, O Christ, as as we listen to lyric and melody, verse and harmony of that old, old story, May our ears hear. May our hearts feel. And our minds be open to receive new meaning and greater understanding of your love for us and for all humankind. Amen. Our closing song this evening is a relatively newer one uh, called Lamb of God. As able and willing, please stand as we sing together. speakers, and of course, our own Debbie Jones. Can we say thank you? Tomorrow, we will have our egg hunt at 930, meeting inside the Family Life Center. And if you are free at 10 o'clock a.m. tomorrow morning, a few of us are sticking around to help decorate for Sunday morning. All are welcome to help. There is an old, old tradition that after the Good Friday service, we leave in silence. Silence as the tomb, as they say. We will be keeping that tradition this evening. You are welcome to stay, pray, meditate, pick up a hymnal or a a Bible and read through some of our uh, passages this evening. But for the rest of us, please, uh, let's keep our conversations and visiting in the narthex or outside. Please receive this blessing out of our book of worship. May Jesus Christ, who for our sake became obedient unto death, 
even death on a cross, keep you and strengthen you now and forever. Go in peace and quiet. Amen.